From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. When I bring up the bizarre and grotesque laws Yahweh put in place, Christians often confuse the point I'm trying to make. Typically, I get the, that doesn't apply to us excuse, or that's been debunked. The problem is, most Christians miss the point entirely. What I'm trying to get across when I call out the inhumane laws in the Old Testament is that this is how their deity thinks. These are his set of perfect rules, all of them, even the ones Christians don't like. These laws are his idea of what a perfect law looks like. My point is that the deity Christians worship has a warped and disturbing concept of perfection. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. All right. Today's special guest is Christian Blogger and the founder of Bridge of Hope San Diego, Sherry Briggs. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for coming on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, um, I'm a I'm a founder of an organization that works with families in transition, and we help them start over, basically from mm. many different situations. Could be families leaving homelessness, domestic mm. violence, refugees, immigrants, anybody who is just starting out with nothing. We come alongside them and help them with practical items they need and community and. From there, and we're located in one of the largest refugee resettlement areas in the whole country. Um, so um, we do all wow. kinds of stuff. Yeah, all kinds of stuff with people from all over the world. That's amazing. Um, Helping people is awesome. I, I love that. That's like one of my favorite things. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, humanistic, the view of people. Like, just help out where you can. Do better. Be a better human being. Absolutely. So as far as yeah. your organization goes, is there a church involved or is it uh, a ministry involved or how does that work for you? Well, we are a nonprofit. We are a charity, but we have uh, like probably 10, 15 churches that jump in, support huh. us, help us, volunteer. Yeah. We have gotcha. a lot of church involvement, probably because we're not a church. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of churches that jump in because they can, because we're a nonprofit. Gotcha. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Helping out people. Again, awesome sauce. For sure. So as far as the religious part of it goes, and okay. as far as Sherry's beliefs, what is, let's jump into the Bible. What is the Bible to you? The Bible is the word of God. Word of the Bible God. To me is the, is where I, it's my plumb line. Plum. It's okay. Explain. Well, to <laughs> me, to me, like it's an anchor. It's my, anchor. it's the anchor. I do believe the word of God is living and powerful. Like the Bible says, I believe that um, it is God breathed. 
Second Timothy. Yes, I believe that this is where I go back to over and over again. And I have a strong commitment to be in the word every day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for that. As far as the the anchor part of it, just this a little bit, the anchor part of it. Um, is there specific verses? Is there specific uh, stories? What would you say is your anchor? Um, well, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because um, I grew up in a cult. So I was in a raised in a cult until huh. I was 19 years old. Yeah. Huh. It, it was wacko. It was, I just wrote a book actually about a lot of that. Um, and author. So, yeah. <laughs> new author. I new forgot author. to put that on there. Oh my yeah, goodness. No, What's the title of your book called? It's called Relentless Pursuit. God's um, gentle guidance amidst the storm. God's guidance. So as far as the cult goes, what, what, what cult were you in? I mean, obviously, next question. It was question. called Church of the Living Word, Church uh -huh. of the Living Word, or sometimes it was known as The Walk. Uh -huh. And it was started in um, L.A., Northridge, California. Uh -huh. My mom jumped in when I was about four years old. And that was my church, my upbringing, my whole world, really, until I was 19 when the huh. cult leader died. And basically at that point, my eyes were open. I mean, I had a full on born again experience in New York City by myself when I was 17. That really changed, hmm. really was really what got me, I think, able to see what happened, leave the cult. But um, basically the founder of the cult died when I was 19 and they believed that he was Jesus Christ and he was going to raise from the dead. And that's when... Wow. The lights came on for about a third of the church that, whoa, wait, what? You know, wow, what? Jesus, because we were prayed for three days straight thinking that on the third day or the, the leaders were saying he's going to raise on the third day if you're praying hard enough. Yeah. And that's when the lights came on and, and, and my family actually left. And it was horrible because that was all I knew. I mean, wow. we were, we were, we were, we were the people that would have drank the Kool-Aid yeah. for sure. And wow. it was devastating for us, but we, but you know what? It was the beginning of my becoming uh, like, who's God, who, what have I ever, hmm. what have I known is true? What has not been true is the beginning of that whole journey. So when you ask me why it's an anchor, early on, God, once I got back into like seeking the Lord, Mm. He wanted me to study the old, I got into the old Testament and studying the Hebrew names of God mm. and finding out who he really was and from the, from the old Testament through. And that was, that was what anchored me was gotcha. God's character, who he is and how old he's Testament. shown himself to people. Yeah. Man, I, <laughs> old Testament and character all, all in one there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this was a phone call. I think this was a prank call. <laughs> just saying, um, so as far <laughs> as far as what or who God is, can you describe your 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 thoughts on God or your, your beliefs on what he is or who well, he is? Well, who he, I mean he's Yahweh, right? He right, is yeah. what mm -hmm. he But to me personally, yeah. God is my father, God. I father. believe that I have been and like the word of God tells us we're adopted as his kids. Mm. So my father was a very abusive father. And I grew up in a very abusive cult. And so when I had a revelation of father, God, or God, Yahweh, he became my father. And then also his sovereignty is, you know, his lordship sovereignty. 
um, is a huge mm. piece of that for me. What, what, um, what is just to just to be on the same yeah. page here? What, just to you, what is sovereignty? Well, like he's in control. I mean, I believe you know. I mean, he ultimately is going to have his way, right? I mean, he has the, the there is a plan, right? Um, he is sovereign. So El El Yon is one of the names of God that he is high priest, you know, I mean, high chief, high chief, high chief, high chief <laughs> over all things, right? Uh -huh. And he's Lord over all things, Yahweh, Lord over all things I am, right? And even though we live in a fallen world hmm. and um, I, you know, he is over the times and the seasons. He is, he is king. He's king. So king of this world. I believe that. In control and king. So as far as um, you said, you 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 did like the Old Testament and you find his character in there. Um, is there anything in there that you find uh, that, that doesn't sit well with you? Is there anything in there that, that bothers you? Well, there's a lot of things, you know, when you read, um, you kind of, I guess, you know, there's certain things I think, you know, like for instance, the Nephilim and different things in Genesis six and all, you know, or there's other parts of scripture that, you know, I think I just passed over, you know what mm. I mean? I'm not, I'm not a theologian. My brother's actually a theologian. Mm. Um, when he, we came out of the cult, he went, he decided to really study scripture and Hebrew and the Greek. So he would never be deceived again. Mm. Um, so he knows a lot, but it, in, in certain parts of scripture that I really I certain things I don't really understand. Um, hmm. Some of the Old Testament stories, you know what I mean? Like, like there's a lot that went on in those stories. Um, but I have um, done, I do my due diligence to study the most I can and dig in yeah. and where I can understand something. I'll try to do a little historical background in this and that, but I, you know, there's certain things. Yeah. I don't, I don't know everything. Of course. No, of course not. Yeah, no, I can't, I don't expect you to either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um it, the, the things you under, don't understand is there one in particular you can point out that you did you remember off the top of your head or um let me think here what is something i didn't i don't understand that kind of you know that you know that that one chapter in um genesis i think is it genesis with um hmm. with noah and mm -hmm. his was it noah and his step his i forget who the women were but they ended up getting was it was it him drunk or something and then sleeping he was with drunk him? Okay, oh that's lot. Are kind of gnarly. okay i think you're thinking about a lot he slept with his daughters noah got drunk and passed out and then his son saw him exposed so okay because he saw his his father exposed his father cursed him and all of his nations like what a thing holy cow <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw you naked. Okay. Don't, okay. Right there. Okay. There you just, yeah. So, okay. See what I mean? Stuff like that. You're like, Whoa. What, yeah. Whoa. Right. But yeah. see, I didn't even know the whole story like you did. Because yeah. like, like, ah. I could be wrong. I always look things up. I could be wrong. I'm mixing stories for sure. But the lot story in general, um, he got drunk and well, actually his daughters got him drunk and then mm. he impregnated him through that. Yeah, um, just gross story. I mean, before that, he was even gross. He, he wanted to offer his daughters up to be raped by an entire town. Like, yeah, take them. It's like, wow, gross, man. Don't do that. It's not, yeah, it's no, not righteous right. or loving or anything like that. Right, sure. right. Exactly. So yeah. in those parts of the story, I'm like, whoa, I don't know. Gotcha. I mean, so what do you do with that? You just pass over it or or do you dive deeper into it? Let's say like I said, story, sometimes instance, I'll dive yeah. deeper, you know, like on that particular one. I don't think I did. 
Huh. On the Nephilim, those yeah. the story of the Nephilim, I've done a little bit of research because that word was used a lot in the cult that I grew up in. Oh, wow. It was said, no, it was a word. You did not want to be a Nephilim spirit. And people that left the church and this and that became work known as like Nephilim. Oh, this trip. is so interesting. Holy cow. Yeah. What a thing. Where'd they get yeah, that idea so, from? Oh, that just was one of the things that they talked about. You don't, you know, they would rebuke people and pray against them. They were a Nephilim spirit and I was scared to death to be one. So Nephilim's like a, they were just the cast out angels that come onto earth or were they the, the inbreeding of the angels and the humans, I think is what it was actually. I think that's was kind of what. One of those two. Well, that's what the actual text is really about, right? Isn't that fallen angels um, and having sex with. Yeah. Here, right. Yeah. um, The sons of God. So I had to do my, I kind of avoided that whole chapter and those yeah. words because I was like, I don't know that. Okay. I grew up with that. I don't want to talk about that. I, don't know <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> I can understand that for sure. For right? sure. But then, but then later on somebody, I kept coming up. You talk, see more people kind of bringing that up in different uh-huh. Bible topics and things. I thought, well, so then I did a little research on like what that was about. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, definitely I like to study if something is really on my heart, I will go and d- dive in mm. and I will do, I have a lot of commentaries. I have a lot of study material. I mean, I like to study and research, but that's kind of more of like uh, when I'm having a strong desire to understand something. And I mm. feel like maybe God is to put something on my heart to search out. Mm. I'm not just like, Oh, I think I want to um, figure this one out. It's got to be really mode. I'm a busy person. So it's yeah, I know for sure. By passion, right? <laughs> A hunger to know something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, me personally, though, if I'm going to believe in something, I want to make sure I know pretty much everything about it before I start. Yeah. Hey, you should believe this. You know, that, that's kind of a, a thing I have um, for sure. So that is that the only I mean, there's a lot in there. Let's 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 just dive into a little bit here. The, 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 the commandments that Yahweh has given in the Old Testament. What do you think about those? Not the Ten Commandments. Well, I'm talking about all 600 and. I think five it is. Oh, all the way through, like yeah. Okay. Well, wow. the, I mean, as yeah. far as the laws go, it says several times in there that the, the laws are holy, righteous, perfect, and good. I don't see that. Um, have Have you read them? And is there any issues you have with them? Well, there I have read through. Um, it's really interesting because there's a lot that you I I couldn't even begin to understand. Um, uh-huh. very. Right. I mean, there's a lot in there and it's kind of laborious even going through some for sure. Yeah. Okay. But, but also I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and that he fulfilled the law. And you know, for me, when I look Mm. at those old Testament laws and all of that, Mm -hmm. I, I have to go, you know what? We serve a holy God. Holy. Okay. So for the feel for me, I'm like, this is who he is. Okay. This this and Jesus fulfilled all of it, which was absolutely hmm. impossible to for any person to do. Um, so in a way, I just kind of think, you know, that pointed to the holiness of God, the purity of God, that how we nobody could obtain to that. That the but here Jesus did fulfill that and he took that all in himself for us because there's just no way a human being could do that. So do you think that these were were I mean, it, it does say several places in there, there are holy, righteous and good laws and they're perfect. 
So do you think that they were perfect? Do you find that they were perfect? Or do you think there was like a flaw in there? Or these are just guidances? Or these the way Yahweh really thinks? What do you think of these laws? Those are really good questions. Um, obviously, again, I have to go back to if God, if the word of God is God breathed, mm. there's a reason it's there. And I don't understand. There's certain things that, again, I mm. don't understand. Um, were they pertaining to the day, the culture that, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't spend a lot of time camping there. And I don't really, I haven't really asked those questions that you just asked me. Um, gotcha. good questions, but hmm. I haven't sat there and go, Hmm, I haven't done that. I've just kind of gotten through those. And then I had to keep pointing to, wow, you know, what, how pure and holy God is that he would require so much. And yet he, he did that pointing to Jesus, all scripture points to him and that he fulfilled the law. So that's I, I, radical to me. Um, radical. Let's listen. Leviticus 15, 19 through 31 talks about how, um, when a woman is having her monthly cycle, how Yahweh sees it as offensive and he wants the woman to apologize for it by killing things and, um, staying away from people for seven days. Uh, these, these are perfect, holy, righteous, and good laws. It sounds to me like Yahweh, Yahweh does not know that a monthly cycle isn't well as disgusting as he thinks it is um for for starters he he gave it to women he's the cause of it he knows why they have it but this verse these these verses here kind of tell me he doesn't really understand it so why would a god that gives women a monthly cycle ask for them to apologize for it hmm yeah no. So what is your opinion on that? Well, I think it's gross. I think it's disgusting that 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 uh, a, a God who knows everything, who gave them that, wants them to apologize by killing an animal. I think that's yes. pretty gross. I think it's pretty disgusting. Is that the actual, is that, I want to look that up now. Is that yeah. the actual, that he wanted them to be the sacrifice? I thought he just mm-hmm. wanted them to stay away until Verse they're done with that. Verse 28, when she is cleansed from her discharge, she must count off seven days. And after that, she will be ceremonial clean. On the eighth day, she must take two doves or two pigeons, whatever's lying around, I guess, (laughs) and bring them to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting. 30, the priest is to sacrifice one for a sin offering. So it's a sin to have your monthly cycle that God gave you. Uh, And the other is for a burnt offering. In this way, he will make atonement for her before the Lord for the uncleanliness of her discharge. So, I mean, that's pretty self self-explanatory there. He thinks it's yeah. gross. He needs you to apologize for it, but he's the one that gave it to you. It's very weird. Lots of stuff like that. Childbirth, even childbirth. Did you know if you give birth to a female, you're, you're unclean longer. These are perfect laws. This is the way that God thinks. This is his character. Um, if you, if you're born, what is it seven days it's it's leviticus 12 1 through 8 there's a bunch of stuff like that and it just doesn't seem to add up you yeah i mean right based on like the you know the loving god that i experience hmm. every day that does not seem to connect right and these are the old testament these are his laws these are perfect righteous holy and good he says it several places that this that that that's the way. 
So, and I don't see those as that. And there's a lot of things in there that he does, such as the punishments he, he throws out. Um, you talked about the Nephilim. Now, as far as the Nephilim go, that kind of correlates with the flood story. As far as the flood story goes, do you believe that Yahweh flood the earth because of the Nephilim or because he regret making people like he said in the Bible? Hmm. That's a good question. Hmm. Maybe both. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, yeah, as far as the Nephilim go, if he's all knowing, it doesn't make much sense to send angels down there to breed with humans or Nephilim down there to whatever the shenanigans Mm. is. I can't remember exactly how the story goes, but it doesn't make much sense if you're an all knowing God to do that and then have to wipe everybody out. It also doesn't make much sense to be an all knowing God and then know when you create these people that you're just going to have to wipe them out anyways. All their babies, all their puppies, all their kittens, all the all the animals on the planet, all the fish, everything. Wipe it out because he regrets making people. Something he knew ahead of time he would have to do. Mm-hmm. So if I, I I don't know, it doesn't make much sense. If I if I knew that I was going to want to drown something later, why would I create that life? Yeah, very good question. Um, so tell me you, how, where do you, or, or do you have a relationship with God yourself? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? I, I do not have a relationship with Jesus. Okay. I, I don't understand how people have a relationship with Jesus. Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's yeah. a, a, a good question is, is how does one have a relationship with Jesus and why do you call it a relationship? Because for me, it is a relationship, the relationship that I feel like saved my life. Is there anybody else in the world you have this specific kind of relationship with? No. No. How can no, it be I'm a relationship? I have children and I have friends and I have yeah. a Define um, the word relationship. What is that? Okay, mean? well, he, I feel like he is all loving, all knowing, all seeing and is compassionate and gracious and like the bible says slow to anger and abounding in love i mean i experienced that i was really lost yeah i mean i don't and, i don't doubt that 100%. you know what i'm saying and i i met i met i had a radical encounter with jesus when i was 17 and i know i i went to new york being uh-huh. a lost person totally from the uh, my upbringing crazy so depressed confused because all the crap going on and i went away to go as far away as i could and i locked myself in a room until i said god if you're real show up and actually he did it was like three weeks of me praying and kind of waiting and getting still and man i have an encounter three weeks okay slow down the encounter hold on slow down (laughs) i've been there before i've been in my room asking for god to show up but he never Mm -hmm. did for me so how did he show up for you was it was it at your birthday party did he show up and say hey i love you give you a big hug what happened (laughs) okay why is that funny is you have a relationship with this person how is that right Uh, no, just the way you said that, just oh. about birthday party. <laughs> I mean, come on, though. I mean, he's you have a relationship okay. with this person. Yes. If I have yes. a relationship with somebody, they're going to show up at my birthday party. They're going to come and give me a big mm-hmm. hug when I need it. They're going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. How do, it's it's different for Jesus. Jesus doesn't actually physically show up. He doesn't talk to you. He doesn't give right. you encouraging things to say. He doesn't right. give you a big hug. Well, but the Holy Spirit does. So we believe, a like, ghost, as believer, I believe the Holy Spirit. His right. ghost the does? Spirit. The spirit. Oh, well, right? So you look around this world right now. 
You tell me if if the spiritual world, what you cannot see, the spirit world that is the dark spirit world is not roaming around and just mass destruction is happening everywhere, right? It's it's there's I don't believe it. Oh, okay. Well, I I, I feel like I witnessed that. I you see witness that. the spirits. Now, as far I as spirits go, go, I'm gonna call them ghosts because it's kind of the same thing. A spirit and a ghost okay. are the same thing. Well, the Bible so, talks about Satan being a prince of power of the air. Okay, we don't see that. Spirit is like wind. We don't see it. But I see the effects of it, though. Down at all the things that are happening in our world with child trafficking and j just the crazy murders and all this, the darkness that's going on. That What, what is driving that? I don't know. The Southern Baptist thing just had a big day? sex scandal over there. Was, was Jesus not involved with the Southern Baptist Convention? Oh, well, believe me, the devil's roaming around anywhere. It doesn't Jesus, though. Was Jesus not involved with that church? Was I God not involved that. in that church? I can't. Hey, I cannot say that because it's a church building. The enemy cannot get in there and wreak havoc. OK, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, I work with people that are struggling every day and there's a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Right. So right everywhere. So, so church building or on the street, it's all happening. Right. And right. God's in control, though. I Well, I believe that he is sovereign at the end of the day, that his hit hit. I believe that his kingdom and his rule and his reign will ultimately is sovereign and will will. You know what I mean? It'll end the way he says it'll, it'll happen, happen eventually. So he's not in charge now. Well, I think that he is in charge. And, uh, but I believe that. Um, of the days that we're in and this, what's going on in our world, it's, it's clear in the Bible. It says that Satan is the prince of power of the air. I mean, when Jesus walked the earth in Luke 4, he was on this earth. It says that God led him into the wilderness and the enemy came, Satan came to tempt him. Mm -hmm. So the presence of the enemy, the Satan, we call him the enemy, was there in the desert tempting Jesus. It's not that he was not there. He's there. Oh, let's go right. to that. Let's go to that. That's Luke 4, 5 through 7, actually. Um, I want to read it. The, the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world, all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, Satan said to Jesus, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me right. and I can give it to anyone I want to. So who gave Satan Control over all the kingdoms of the world. Well, that goes back in the scriptures, right? To Genesis when Adam fell, right? And that's where all, all that began. Well, who right? gave him the authority, so, though? Adam didn't give him authority over all the world. Adam didn't stand there and go, I give Satan the authority in all the kingdoms. No, well, who, but who God obviously did because God, God did it at that point, right? Because he fell and that those keys were given over. But Who's in control, Jesus, though? Okay. Well, when Jesus died on the cross, he took all that back and defeated Satan once and for all. But Satan's still here. He didn't defeat him. Right. But as believers, we now at, appropriate what Jesus did. We have a choice to appropriate and believe and stand on what Jesus did on the cross. Okay. And believe like Ephesians 1. Like we are actually in this, you don't, you don't believe in the spirit. So it's hard to oh. talk about spirit. You can talk about it, but I just don't believe in it though. You can you right. tell me your opinion on it. hundred percent. I'm here to listen. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. 
So we have, you know, we maybe we're on this earth, we're dealing with the things of this earth, but in a spiritual round, in the spiritual walk with God, we are seated with him in heavenly places. We have been given, um, you know, we have been adopted. We, we have the Holy Spirit in us, the spirit of truth, the helper, the teacher. So it's like we have, we, we are, we are in the spirit yet. What does the word say in, in this world, but not of this world. So it's a battle. I mean, we're here on this earth, but there's a, there is a spirit realm. Why is there a spiritual battle? Why would Yahweh give the authority to Satan? That doesn't make much sense. Why even have a battle? Like if you're an all-powerful, loving God, why release the bad guy and give him the authority over the, the whole world? Why would you give him authority over your children? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't know though I don't know all those answers other than that um you know, I don't, I don't know all the answers. Why no, God, 100%. why God, why but what God? Is, does right? it make sense to you? Does it make sense to create well, your own bad guy and then let him have authority over your children? Does that make sense? Would you do that? Well, but see, I believe that I'm invited in to a relationship with Jesus Christ. I can I'm have a relationship with my children, but still creating a bad guy and giving them authority over my children that I have a relationship with doesn't make any sense. Would you create a bad guy and give him authority over your children? Well, I guess we don't see it the same, but of would course you? I would not. No, okay, good. Yeah, 100%. So why would God create the bad guy? And why would God then release him and give him authority upon the world? This is God did it. Adam didn't do it. Nobody else did it. God is in charge. He's in control. He has all the power and he knows everything. He knows everything. But he's going to willingly create a bad guy and release him upon wasn't his children. Satan, but didn't Satan, wasn't he one of his angels? And he did actually he not know what was going to happen, Sherry? Of did course. Not know? Of course. Again, right. so he created his own bad guy. Knowing exactly what would happen, knowing the death that he would cause. Right. And then he released him upon his children. I'm sorry, you just, you you ate fruit. You didn't listen to me. So here's a bad guy. I'm going to let him control you now. I hope you but still love wasn't, Okay. Okay. But, you know, that that's not how I see the story. And I, I see it as that God was walking with Adam and Eve in the, in the um, garden. Right. And it was about relationship. It was about relationship and how the biggest temptation for all of us is humankind. And, and that was given to us, right. Is uh, our free will and in wanting to be like God, wanting to have that power, wanting to know everything, wanting to, to, to be God right? To be God of our own life. Look at the way the world is today. It's all just about the self. And that is, that's what ended up getting, that's where that started, right? Okay. I want to be like God. I want to make this my decision. You're telling me not to do this, but I want to do it my way. And that is really where that began, right? My kids the do that constantly. Sister. They want to do it their way. No matter how much I tell them, they just want to do it their way, but I'm still not going to create a bad guy. And then send that bad guy to cause them calamity throughout their life. That doesn't make well, any sense. Okay. But have, I don't know about you, but because of what's scripture in uh, Genesis 14, 48 or 50, I think, is what Satan has meant for evil. Okay. God has turned for good in the sense that that really has drawn me and my suffering and my heartache and things have really turned me and caused me to seek God. And that what about is where all those I kids in Canada 
that were I, just destroyed no, by the church. I have, I God have didn't no, do anything there. He didn't stop it. I he didn't turn it for good. Oh, well, I lost a son. Yeah. I lost a child. I, I'm sorry. I you didn't did understand that. I'm sorry. that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm and sorry. I didn't understand that because I, at the time, you know, here seven years ago, my son, here I'm, you know, doing this work, people, I'm serving the poor, I care about people, I'm doing all these things. People thought, oh, Sherry, you know, nothing ever would happen to her, right? Uh, and my son died. He was in a diving accident in Mexico. Now I felt fully, I went through hell. I felt not only did I lose my son, I lost my Jesus. I felt I like my the only safe place I really had it was brutal for me. And it was not until a year and a half later that I felt like, okay, uh, I need you. I have no word. Where am I going to go? Even like what the disciple says, where am we going to go? Jesus, you have the words of life, you know? So basically at that point, I really I felt like I heard his voice and he said, I have compassion on you. I'm with you. And I, I realized God is, he didn't keep me from my pain. He didn't keep my son alive. Hey, we had been in an accident in 1999 where all my whole family in Klamath Falls, Highway 97, were thrown out of our van onto the highway going 65 miles an hour when we all lived. Sorry Why didn't that. he do it again? No, we all lived. It was a miracle. It was a crazy it? miracle. Crazy who, miracle. Who Oops. was in charge of the miracle? Who was in charge? Was it Satan? Was. Okay, so God no, was in I charge of that God miracle. Who was in charge of the death of your son? I think that I'm not going to say Satan took my son. I'm not going to say God. I believe he's home with Jesus now in heaven. Uh, I, I would, I couldn't, I can't go there. There's no way. But my point is bad things happen. My point is who's in charge of those bad things? And that things happen. I don't know. Hey, I'm a grief counselor. I have moms I counsel that have children who have been murdered in the last year. It's horrible. I have people who are sitting with, with people who have died because of COVID protocols in the hospital. There's a lot of evil out there. Hmm. This is the way. I don't think and, COVID protocols are evil. Um, I think okay, they're well, there I'm for a reason. I'm going to hospital with 10 rounds of Rebdesimir. Sorry, 28-year-old girl. 10 rounds of Rebdesimir is is really not I yeah don't i don't know. know what you're talking about there i'd have to look into any of those claims at all 100 percent. but yeah, i don't so i don't think that the protocols that. are there to harm people i think the protocols are there to save people 100 well i'm not saying i'm not saying that i'm saying that particular case and there's a lot of lawsuits right now but that's an unfortunate case that happened it is very 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 it sad. is unfortunate that when people get hurt 100 it's unfortunate um but and i just want to know who's at fault who do you think is at fault for anybody that gets hurt Who's at fault for it? I, I, why do bad things happen to That's good people? I want to know. Who's at fault? Things, I don't know, honestly. Uh, I can't say in my own case, in anybody else's case, mm. oh, that's God. That's the devil. I just won't. That's interesting. So you don't, you don't know who it is. You just, you just, I don't know. How's that work for you? Um, how's that work for me? So at the end of the day, let's go back to the death of my own child. Um, I do not say that, God, you took him. He obviously allowed it. He he didn't allow so it. He allowed. The time he allowed that. Okay, so he and didn't cause it, but he allowed it. That's kind of how I look at okay, it. Okay, so yes. 
the only other person it could have been or the other being it could have been is the bad guy right so it was the bad guy but that all caused my son it? was diving he was free diving yeah who caused I'm, that I... whole situation though like there had to have been somebody that caused it in your world just a spiritual battle going on it's a battle yes um but i guess that's the wrestle because when you are an adventurer and you do crazy things and you go out and adventure and you 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 know go so down and breath for five minutes so it's random catch a fish i mean i i have to just be like it happened god allowed it he it my son was diving i mean i that's where i'm at today i don't i'm not gonna say the devil took my kid and i'm not gonna say but i just want to know who you think's in charge of the bad things that's happening that's what i want to know who do you think is in charge for the bad things that's happening okay so for the for all the brutal murders and all the things that are going on in our world, I definitely believe that Satan is the prince of power of the air. And God can't stop it or refuses to. He does. I I don't know why everything is not stopped, but I know he does stop. So he refuses some things. He refuses to stop some bad things from happening. Um, Well, you know, it obviously appears that way. As a good father, as a father of children, I can tell you right now, if there's a bad thing that's going to happen to them, such as they're going to get burned, they're going to get molested, they're going to get murdered, they're going to get hurt severely, I'm going to be there to stop it. That's the difference between my fathering and Yahweh's fathering. Right. The way he parents, I do not agree with that. I don't think that's a loving way to go about things. I wouldn't parent that way. I don't think you would parent that way by... by you know, just our short conversation here. Right. I think we're better than that. We're not jealous beings, as Yahweh states in here, punishing the children of the fathers who disobey him. We're not like that. We wouldn't drown the whole world just because they disobeyed us. Right? Okay. Right. But right. I just kind of trying to figure out where, like, so you're you base and did you grow up in the church did you grow up i did 100 percent. i grew up in the church both ah. my parents are pastors okay so this makes sense to me the church so, didn't hurt me is that if that's what you're thinking no but okay. it's just you have, a lot of questions. <laughs> you have a lot of you have a lot of things that 100 percent. things that just don't add up like there's so right. many things that don't add up so many simple things just obvious things like who's in charge like if, if God's in charge, so either he's ignoring it or causing it. Sorry, go ahead. What do you believe then? Who do you just think that it's all going to be up to you and, and, and man, or you just get through your days and you just, there's no hope. There's nothing to look forward to. hundred percent. No- there's hope to look forward to. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next Marvel movie. I'm looking forward to my kids graduating out of diapers. You know, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to, not just this, this afterlife that I don't know, or you don't even know if it exists. So I'm going to look forward to things that are in my reality, in my universe, sure. things that I can confirm as reality. So that's, that's, that's my. Uh, so, but so for instance, have you, have you had anybody that's close to you pass away? Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. So do you have a view of heaven um, or do you have a no. hope of heaven no. or do you? I think it's nonsense. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. no, no. I think it's all make-believe. It's all a bunch of stories, everybody. Of course, we want an afterlife. Of course, I want to see my grandma and I'm going to spend time with her and my parents and my dog. Of course, of course. But that's wishful thinking. I live in reality. And in reality, 
people die. They just die. They don't go anywhere. They don't have a soul. Mm, wow. So you just believe in the soul. You don't believe so that we go back to the spirit conversation. You don't believe in the, in None us having it. a spirit or the I don't Holy believe spirit. in invisible I people. I don't. I don't think wow. there's invisible people fighting around me right now. I don't think there's an invisible man fighting for my soul. I don't think there's any of that. Yeah. And did you grow up like what in a Baptist church you said? No, it was, it was, I hung out with a lot of Baptists, but we were more the evangelical holy roller type, you know, pray your okay. hands on somebody and then, ah, you know, type thing. <laughs> that was fun. Have you ever experienced, so you never experienced like a supernatural, like a miracle? No. Okay. So here's what I think. Okay. As far okay. as the supernatural experiencing yes. God, is it anything more than a tingle? No, it's just a tingle. Okay, well, I can get that same tingle for my favorite song or the ending of a great movie. Okay, so I have miracles. I mean, I have been literally- You don't know that was God. I have a hundred people over here saying it's Kali Ma that does miracles. So it's not Ooh. your God, Kali Ma. She's another God, a God that actually predates your God. She's a, a, a Hindu God, well, a goddess. When I have prayed to God and have been very, very sick, I, yeah. have, I got, was healed. Amazing. People have prayed to Kali Ma and been healed. People have prayed to well, Buddha and been healed. People have prayed to Satan and been healed. People have prayed oh, to Joe and been Satan heals people. Uh, well, I mean, we talk Interesting. about the book. Hold of, on. Well, you talk about right when Moses and when he was, you know, uh, dealing with Pharaoh and Pharaoh called out the magicians and right. I mean, there was two sides of that and they were both doing miracles to a certain point. So Satan uh, can do the same thing, huh? I'm talking about the scripture that I believe in that showed that that actually happened. So he can make snakes. And that's that's what he can do? Is that the, the, the extent of his power? The, it's more of a magic trick, not a like miracle, really. Okay, okay, a magic trick. Yeah, right. so I'm not Satan can do magic. Wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we, look at, we look at all kinds of things in that in that world that where, you know, Christians mm. are told, we're told not to go um, as far as like... Um, you know, fortune tellers or whoever. Witches, you're supposed to kill those people. Did you know that? Yahweh wants you to kill no, those I people. Don't, I don't believe in killing anybody. And I think the Bible talks about not killing people. Weird. It says witches. All, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Also, homosexuals and disobedient children, God wants you to stone. Oh, and people that pick up sticks on Sunday. Anybody that does any work, well, Sunday, Saturday, depending on when your Sabbath is. That's also in the Old okay, Testament. So, okay, right. Well, you know, I don't know all of those answers and I don't know, I can't give you what you're seeking for right now because I do have a personal relationship with God and I have had a long history hmm. of all kinds of experiences and have come out of a lot of hard and heavy things. And God has been the one to comfort me. And How do when you know what's get... your God specifically? Sorry, how do you know it's your God specifically? Because I... Um, I believe I have a personal relationship with him. And I believe that my spirit bears witness with the truth about who he is. Um, because, you know, again, I've had numerous situations, not only physical healings. Again, my family was thrown from a car traveling 65 miles an hour. You, there's no way that that is a, a circumstance or a coincidence. 100%. You don't take it's a two-year-old baby up to a 15-year-old kid and a husband who's crushed under the wheel well of a car and 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 I'm sitting there and I'm a, I'm alive and well and feeling and begin to 
feel this this supernatural strength rise up in me that is adrenaline. Not... Adrenaline. It's no, called it adrenaline. adrenaline. Your body has it. It's natural. So as far as these no. other gods helping people out, how do you know yeah. it's not these other gods helping you out? There's a million different gods out there and they help people out and they I'm pray to them praying, and they help I'm, them out. So how do you know it's your God? I I don't pray to them. I am actually pray according to the scriptures, the way the Bible has led me to pray and taught me to pray in the way the spirit, which you don't believe in, has led me to pray. So how are these people being helped then? Who's helping them? Who's Who are you talking about? These people that what? prayed to Kali Ma or the people that prayed to Buddha or the people that prayed to anybody else but your God and still got help. Who's helping them? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I mean, I believe that God is big and and hears all. I believe he's that jealous, he, though. He would not worship or, or or allow prayers to be answered in somebody else's name. There's a hundred percent. If you've read your Bible, you know I'm right on that one. There's no way if I prayed to call um, him all that God would be like, you know, he's that. talking to me. I know he's talking. No, to me. because I believe that chance. God knows the heart of people. I believe God knows the heart, and I believe that he 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 finds ways to meet people and he finds way to meet people somebody seeking somebody seeking i believe that he is can can show up in big and powerful ways let me tell you uh, can i give you can i give you an example of something radical that happened okay i had a drug addict track marks all up and down his arms it's Uh standing outside of my building Uh completely out of his mind shaking uncontrollably couldn't even barely stand up crying out for help he saw a sign on the front of our building Uh all are welcome he came in help me help me he couldn't even he was he had wounds wounds from his track marks he was he was he was sick he was and uh, he was in bad shape he was in very bad shape and all and the meat and all i knew to do was just i cast the demon out of the guy that's all you know how to do and he felt that's what came up for me that's uh-huh. where i was and that's what came out of my mouth and the, the guy fell to the ground his body stopped shaking he starts looking at his arms he's asking me what kind of magic i just did he was completely calm he was completely in his right mind and he said what just happened to me and i'm like you jesus just touched you how do you know it was he jesus because i prayed in jesus name it doesn't matter whose name you pray in Really? How do you know it because was Jesus? According to the, okay, well, believe me, the name of Jesus is above every name, according to scriptures. And I happen to believe that. And I oh, have faith Car- that, Sherry, and I have witnessed that. Sherry, did, sorry, you don't believe that. No, I, I, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I just really hate where I have to go with this. I'm sorry. Um, did you pray over protection for your son? I did. Yeah. And he's not with me anymore. He's with He's with God now. He's not with me anymore. So how do you and know the power of prayer works? Excuse me? So how do you know the power of prayer works? It's not like a magic potion, okay? It's not like if I do this, then God's going to do this. You know, I, I have to trust God in the hard stuff, even though I don't understand. So I don't it's understand. random. It's more like random because you don't know when it's going to work. It's more like random, right? Uh, I don't believe it's random. I'd never think about it being random. Okay, so, do I understand every outcome? No. But does my faith unwavering? Yes. Do you think you're changing the mind of God when you pray? No. You're changing his plans? No. So why are you praying? But I know that Moses came before God in, in the um, Old Testament, and he he moved God by his prayers. Yeah, he, he saved Lot. Right Lot, the guy that raped his daughters, mm-hmm. that was willing to sacrifice his daughters to an entire horde of horny men. 
that's the guy that God saved after after Moses prayed or, yeah, or Abraham prayed. It was Abraham. I don't have a, I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. That's ugly. I don't understand that. I don't understand those things. Okay, but today, what I do know is what I have experienced, and and I do have a relationship with with God, with Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. All right. Well, I appreciate your time today. I appreciate You're your welcome. answers and your patience, hundred percent. Um. Why don't you tell the folks at home where we can find your stuff? Well, they probably don't want to know where to find. I have stuff. a mixture of audience. You would be surprised. So go ahead. Well, um, find my stuff. If you're interested in my book, mm. all there right, it is. pursuit, you can find it on Amazon um, and Barnes and Noble. Um, if you, um, yeah, you can, I'm not really going to, I don't really know where else to say. I mean, I'm on, I'm on Facebook, Sherry hmm. Briggs, hmm. Instagram. Hmm. Um, Bridge but, of Hope San Diego. Uh, Bridge of Hope San Diego. But I really don't want any hate mail at Bridge of Hope San you Diego. Don't, you're not going to get any hate mail. It's beautiful, beautiful community of people that we have been able to take care of and love and, and bless. And they've been able to bless me and change my life as well. So I want I'm, peace is very important to me there for my community. Thank you so much for sharing. Everybody listening, do not write any hate mail to Sherry. You will have me Please. to answer to and call him <laughs> All right, Sherry. Thank you so much for your All time right. today. Take care. We'll see okay. you next. Bye. And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? That's all there is for you today. Go home. Get out of here. Shoo. Shoo.